right. Thank you very much for being here. My name is Andrea Pacini. I'm a presentation coach. I'm the founder of a company, Ideas on Stage, in the UK. We help business professionals create and deliver memorable presentations that get engagement or the sale, depending on the objective. And I'm super excited today because I have a great guest. I'm here with Jimmy Cannon. Jimmy is a voice coach, and that's what we are going to talk about today. We are going to talk about our voice. Jimmy, thank you very much for being with me today. Thanks for your time. A, a pleasure, Andre. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. And um, so before we start, Jimmy, uh, of course, you are a voice coach, but I also know that you've had a career as a singer. Hmm? That's well, uh, well, you say had, but I, I <laughs> you say had, no, no, I'm, I'm just being slightly facetious at this time of the morning. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, yes, I have. And I also was a saxophone player um, and I still, so I'm still, I'm still singing a lot actually. And it's not so much as I used to, I used to do, you know, I used to do big, be performing and, and, and gigging, you know, most nights of the week really. And I've, since I've moved out of the city of London um, and into the, into the, the country and I've had some children, mm. my children, um, and uh, the, <laughs> uh, the, the uh, you know, I'm, I'm not wanting to get, you know, come home very late. Um, I, I used to get home at two, two or three in the morning and that's, that's not, uh, not, not, so, not so helpful for, uh, for mornings. I can imagine. Where, where are you based at the moment? So no, no. no. I live in Bedfordshire, okay. uh, in a little village called Tingrith. Okay. Um, it's in. Uh, it's right, right in the middle of nowhere in the country. It's near. It's near Woburn, which is a, which has a safari park. Ah. And um, and a um, so stately house, stately home, that type of thing. So I it's, love. It's just, we're we're just about we're we're junction twelve, the M1, about an hour away from London. Mm. I love these little villages in the UK. I've been living here for for more than seven years now. I live in London, but when, yeah. whenever I whenever I can, I always go and, and visit these little villages. Well, we we live in a very quaint quaint village uh, 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 with just a church. Okay, got it. Which is which is thirteenth century. Wow. Yeah, which is amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And talking about singing, uh, I asked the question because as a kid, I had this dream. I wanted to become a singer, uh, but not because I liked singing. Actually, yeah. I, I couldn't really sing, but... Um, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, but, you know, the idea of performing and being on stage, I always, I wanted to become like Freddie Mercury. That was my, that was my dream, but it, it yeah. didn't happen, of course. And... Uh, Okay, so Jimmy, I would say uh, let's start. I have I have so many questions for you. Let's see sure. let's see what we can cover today. Maybe in half an hour, or a bit more. First of all, based on your from from your understanding, why do you think? Why are we having this conversation? I'm a presentation coach. You are a voice coach. What what's the link? Well, I th I think there's a there's a, a I wouldn't say a trend, but I think there's a very important aspect of of, of business with with communication, um, not only on the phone but face to face. So I think there's there's a there's a, a, a resurge, if you like, of face to face communication. I think a lot of a lot of people are having to, are not having to, wanting to, or needing to communicate their message with other colleagues, do presentations to other departments. 
I think there's a big emphasis on, on communication and well-being. And I think that that's the, and, and I, that's not the reason I started, you know, doing this. The reason I started, you know, well, we'll talk about that maybe in a minute, but um, I think that's a, that's a, a common need um, in these days in business is, is to, is to have that, is to have, is, is, to, is to have the confidence and the, um, the, the, the knowledge to be able to communicate your message with, with authority mm. and, and the right energy and the right ethos. Cause what you're, what, it's very important these days for the businesses to be able to communicate their, their ethos, I suppose, their, 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 um, uh, their, what's the word I'm looking the phrase I'm looking for their, um, their, their message. You know, so that's and and that that's there's there's a there's a trend and, and a wave of that really, and I, I I suppose that's um that's the reason that I do, or that's the reason there's an opening for what I do, I suppose in a way. Absolutely, and and why why should we care about our voice, especially those who speak in public, those who are called on to make presentations, maybe in a boardroom or even a sales call, as you mentioned, calls, but also on stage at a conference or or an event, why should we really care about our voice? Well, I, I think the, the, the care is an interesting care is an interesting word. I think I, I think you know care immediately flags up a few issues for me with with, with which I know that from from my point of view, do, having done loads of performances, loads of gigs, the reason I started having singing lessons uh, years and years ago now was that my voice was getting tired. So over over long periods of time. My voice would, would get would become dry and um, just not malleable, malleable really. And and what one one thing that you know is really important for speakers is to be able to speak and not only speak but be able to speak you know for long long periods of time uh, for conferences etc. Sometimes people are doing conferences for you know that might be the whole week or the whole day you know the full the whole day of and I know as a, as a as a as a singer and a voice coach and a teacher. Uh, I also teach vocals as well, and and if I'm teaching all day, um, which I'm, I'm I'm doing today actually, uh, when when I when I leave you, but uh, you know if I'm teaching all day, it's a a lot of stress on 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 the voice. So you know teachers, speakers, business people that need to do presentations or in meetings, they all need to look after their their voice for and to be able to sustain their voice for longer. And that's just one one reason I think why we need to you know, predominantly care for our, our voice, but to, we obviously we can manipulate our voice for other, for other purposes as well. Oh. And on that point, actually, that's so important because I, I see for, for, for me as well, I, what happens is sometimes, as you, as, you, as you just said, I run maybe a training course over one day, sometimes two days, three days, or sometimes I do maybe an event at lunchtime and then I have another event in the evening yeah. and yeah sometimes you need to be careful because you arrive at the end of the day and you see that something is different mm -hmm. so what, what can we do about it what would you what would you suggest I appreciate that maybe it's not easy to just give an answer in, in a few seconds but what, what's your take on this well I I have a big take on this, obviously. What we need to do is we need to, to take away the pressure and the energy from here, from the throat. Mm. So most people speak from, from the throat mm. and they're, they're, they're also breathing in a very shallow manner as well. So 
if, if, you take, if you take a much deeper, much longer breath, and you can control that breath and control the direction of the breath and how, how the breath is, is then amplified and resonated through the body, we can then control the energy that we're producing as an acoustic energy. We, as a body, as a human being, we're an acoustic energy. So we amplify and resonate the sound that's created by two very, very small um, flaps of skin and muscle, which are called our vocal folds. And so if, if, you're speak, if you're speaking a lot from here, and you're putting a lot of air over the throat here all the time. Thank you, everyone. I know I sound probably sound a little bit like Frank, Frank Spencer at the moment. You won't know that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so um, what we're trying to do is, is um, you know, is alleviate that, that, that pressure here, really, and start using a lot of the other areas of resonance. So the chest, the head, the mask, the nasal cavity, the oral cavity, um, all these areas. There's about three or four different areas of resonance just within the head um, that we can manipulate and use to our advantage to, 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 um, to sustain vocals for a longer period of time, as, as we mentioned, but also to, to, send, to send a message, to mm. um, communicate an emotion, etc. I'll, I'll, I'll stop waffling. <laughs> wow, no, that, that's, that's so interesting. And, and I'll ask you to, to give us maybe some practical tips because yeah. they are useful to me as well. But before that, before that, Jimmy, is it true that most of us breathe incorrectly? Mm. Is that absolutely. true? <clears throat> yeah, yes, absolutely. It, we, when, we were, when we were babies, we naturally, our, our, our natural default mechanism to breathe is, is is correct is obviously correct mm -hmm. and when if you watch if you watch a baby sleeping mm -hmm. um then you'll see that he that he or she that the, the baby's um stomach if you like um will be when you when it's when it's breathing in will be rising up and when it's breathing out will be coming down again so we we have this but we we for some reason i think there's um there is more of a um, physiological reason for this and I think it's a lot to do with society and culture as well as a mix of of things the way how we breathe and that the actually you know we the the the, the, the older we get and, and the older we get and the more um, the more we develop as, as human beings with you know within that timeline individually the more the more anxious we get the more mm -hmm. affected to to culture and to start society I think and I believe that that's a strong connection to the way we breathe incorrectly most of the time so actually the correct way to breathe is very simply that we release the diaphragm. It, it drops and it allows the lungs to expand when we inhale. And when we exhale, when we breathe out, we're pushing the diaphragm back up through with the abdominus muscles and pushing the air out. So we're using the diaphragm, which is a muscle which is connected to the rib cage, but it doesn't actually do the work of pushing As you up. speak, I'm trying, yeah? Yeah, that's good. So, so all let's try. Things, let's try. Let's do it. Let's do it. So basically, um, I'll as as you're sitting down, a really good exercise to do actually is to as you're as you're breathing in, put your hands on your. I'm going to stand up. So put your hands on your on your stomach here, okay? Yeah. And you breathe in, through, and it's just as an exercise. Just try it through. You know, so you breathe in very slowly. One, two, three, and you're dropping your dropping your belly, letting it out. That's it, fantastic. You breathe in and then hold it for a few seconds and then you breathe out through your mouth and make this, make this sound. And you're 
make it that's it make it quite quite that's it quite strong so you're you're connecting directly to the muscles to your abdominus muscles down here so this is a really good a very good exercise just to be aware of the muscles that you need to use and also to relax as well this is a very very calming way to to, to start a meeting or start the day so we'll just do it one more time we're going to breathe in through the nose one two three as you're breathing in you're just dropping the belly and let this letting your your rib cage and the belly just drop and, and the air to come in and fill the lungs. You want to fill as much air in the lungs as possible and then hold the breath. And then with a shh, you're going to let the breath out of eight beats go. Shh, two, three, four, keep going. Five, six, seven, eight. Good. And then you repeat that. There's, there's, there's more to it than that, Andre. But... I don't know what people are thinking about what we're doing. <laughs> because, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with these exercises because maybe it has nothing to do with it or there are some connections. One of the things I do, because also you mentioned if you want to relax yourself, I do meditation, for example. In the morning, right. it's the first thing I do. Yeah. And when you do meditation, they teach you to breathe um, in that way. Yes. The, the difficulty is uh, that, that I find, and I guess a lot of people might find as well, is that then in real life, mm. you go back to real life and, yes. and you, you find it difficult to maybe remind yourself yeah. of, of the right way of breathing. And Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think, look, you know, there's, 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 there's reasons for... for, for there's reasons and purposes for, for breathing deeply. And, I, and, and, you know, and, and breathing deeply is a, is a fantastic mechanism to, um, to, in, to increase and to, um, to trigger endorphins, for instance, as you know. Um, also, you'll be able to tell me more about meditation, but the, the deep breathing for meditation is, is going to allow you to get into that state, that mindset, that, that state that you, you, want, you, want, you, know, you want to get into. Um, and that's that's practice and, and it's a it's a different you know for instance when i'm if i'm practicing saxophone or singing a lot of the time we're 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 singing a very we're singing a very controlled sound you know i used to spend hours and hours practicing what we call overtones on saxophone so these are these are these are notes that have other harmonics in and you you find you're, you're finding the pitch you're finding a combination of the pitches to make one large overall warm tone that's what you're trying to produce you wouldn't go and do you know you wouldn't go and do a gig well some people would um playing overtones on on a gig it's a practice so you're you I, I would separate everything with practice and um and you know and, and reality i suppose in a way and action and so after a while as a singer for instance you know, you uh, uh, as a as an actor, you don't want to be. You don't. You're not. You're not thinking about the words. You're not thinking about the script, for instance. So, as a singer, you're not thinking about particularly how you're breathing. I think sub. You know, subconsciously, I am. But I think you know. You you want to be. You want to be thinking about the text, the emotion. As a speaker, you want to be thinking about the message and the emotion and how you're how you're coming across to the, you know the community and your passion and your energy. You don't want to be thinking about the breathing, but practicing. After after a while, it will become just natural. yeah, become completely natural. Yes, understood. Okay, nice. And, and Jimmy, can I'm very, really interested to understand based on your experience, can anyone really improve their voice? Yes. Well, actually, I, I it's a it's a it's a very interesting question for me, and I you know I have this a lot. I yeah, I meet loads of people that 
um, you know, on, on, dis on discovery calls and meetings, conferences, etc. And they all come up to me because they know that I'm from a singing background, background, mm. from perform performance background. And they, they say, you know, they say, Jimmy, you know, this is, this is really interesting. Um, actually, I've, like yourself, you know, they, you know, it's a perfect example. You know, um, you, you wanted to be, you know, when you were younger, you wanted to, to be a singer. That's something, something got in the way. I, I would imagine it's probably a, um, a, a nod to, uh, to reality that trying to make, make football. football. Oh, yeah, okay, well, there, we are. <laughs> there we go. There's the reason. So it's something, a barrier got in the way. Look, for a lot of people, it's the, you know, it's the hot, the, the harsh reality of actually having to make a living and make, 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 make money, which is very true. Um, or it's, or it's football, um, or it's school or it's other pressures and other things that get in the way. A lot of it is psychological. A, a lot of people are told that they can't sing from very early age by a, you know, by a, by a teacher or by a, a, a friend or, you know, etc. There's a lot of reasons why people don't start singing or don't continue to sing. I mean, it, it's, but can, the question is, can people sing? I would say yes. Now that was, I, I was reading an article um, the other week on, on whether, how, or whether, whether tone deaf is a syndrome, whether, whether being tone deaf, so actually can you hear and can you feel pitch? Um, and that is that one of the reasons why people can't sing, because obviously if you can't hear the pitch that you're, you know, if, if you're, um, if you can't, I'm just going to turn, turn around here. If you, if you can't hear, if you can't hear a pitch on the piano, uh, if you can't hear that, you're not going to be able to reproduce that as, as, a, as, a, as, an, as an energy, as a sound. So you've got to be able to hear it first. If you can't hear it, you're not going to be able to produce it. So that's, that's one test. And I think they found that, I think there was something like 0.3% of people um, who expressed an issue with tone deafness were actually tone deaf. And there's, a, there's, a, there's a, I've forgotten it now, but there's a syndrome uh, mm. for that to be specifically tone deaf. So I would say that there's a chance that you, you, there's a chance that you might be tone deaf, and you, but it's a very slim chance. Mm. Okay, so so we can say that if, if people practice and also not just from a singing perspective, but also from a public speaking perspective, yeah, can, there are ways for people to improve their voice and, and yeah, well, it's, it's it's so I I, I use I, I use mainly vocal techniques um, with with my speaking um, communication um, training and they they are they are based on a combination of classical bel canto uh, more contemporary techniques more contemporary breathing techniques um but very very simple ways of just getting straight into and exploring sound and resonance mm -hmm. and different tones etc for for the voice and not not only that how to use how to use the voice in a in a positive um, you know, a positive way way to connect to your to your colleagues or clients. Mm. Um, and sorry, what was what was the? No, no. Can, yeah. can you can you give us an example, yeah. maybe? Because you say you use yeah. a lot of techniques to mm. to, to help people uh, speak yeah. better. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll there was one. Yeah. Yeah. One. Okay. Here we go. I just need to uh, just bear with me. Okay. Um, it's okay. Don't panic. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I, I like this session because it's quite practical. And... <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. All right. I'll tell you what. This is this is you're you're going to love this, Andrea. I don't know if you heard this before, but this is the this is the straw technique. Okay, and it, it's um, 
Uh, it, it wasn't invented by me. It was invented by a guy called Ingo Tietz, okay? Um, and uh, a while back in the 60s, I think. And basically, what you're, what, what, this is fantastic for, for three things. This is fantastic for uh, resonance, to find resonance in what we call the mask area here, to also um, to explore your vocal registers. Now, we have, a, we have um, arguably two or three different vo vocal registers. Um, the chest register, the head register, and also the mix or the blend in, in the voice. Now, this, this is a fantastic little tool to, um, to practice gliding over all the vocal registers. Because in speaking, we want to use as many, as many different tones, I'll exp I, I, I'm going to exaggerate, as we can to get a point across. Now, if we're, you know, if we're all speaking on one tone, it's through here all the time, that's, as, as you can see, it's very monotonal. It can get a little bit edgy and a little bit too much after a while and people are gonna lose interest. But if we start using different volumes, different tones, more chest voice down here, a little bit more resonance, and you can go up there if you want to, but probably wouldn't, you know. So with, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a fantastic, you just take a straw. Um, it's a bit controversial because- uh, Yeah, I know, I know, but- yeah, you, you, you know, you've got to find the right straw. This is actually a, an, an old-fashioned plastic one. Um, it's quite thin. I wish you had one. Have you got one? Can I, let me throw you this one. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maybe one day we will be able to. I'm sure. And it's, not, it's not that far off, is it? No, virtual, virtual throwing or virtual straw. Um, okay, so basically what you do is you, you what this does is it, it, it I, I won't go into the, to the, um, to the scientific um, parameters and details, mainly because I really don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it I do know it extends the acoustic energy um, and it, it, it takes off a lot of energy here. So this is what you're trying to effectively do and keep this, keep this low, keep the larynx low and, and the vocal folds thin. So what's, <clears throat> what's great, what you do is you put it in your mouth and you basically, you, you, you make a sound, you, hum, you, make, you make a sound through it uh, like this. I don't know if you can hear that. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I can. Now, if you start low, now if I do that a few times, I don't know if you can notice already, but my voice says, I'll just do it one more time. You have to really, really, really push down here. I don't know if you, know, you can notice on, on the microphone here, but my, my voice has, a, I, can, I can feel it here. It's much stronger when you do it yourself. But you, it should be more of a resonant mm. sound, a more projected resonant sound. And it's really quite um, instant. So it, you, you, you literally take the straw, you make a sound, you start really low, and you, you, you hum all the way up to the top, as high as you can, pushing with the, with the abdominus muscles, with the energy down here, and keeping this nice and relaxed, and then all the way down again, and you do that two or three times, and your voice will become more resonant and more, have more projection. Nice. And, and on this point, now, he, here's my question, because you also mentioned that one of the, and I agree, one of the issues I see also people speaking in front of an audience is these quiet, monotonal, um, tone if you want and way of speaking which which we want to avoid 
Um, so people want to be able to vary the, the pitch if you want, but, and, and I'm sure that if people work with a voice coach like you, of course, you've got all of these techniques and exercises and which will help them massively. But I'm thinking now a, a business professional, uh, he's at an, he or she's at an event and they need to speak in front of an audience. And do you really suggest that that's what they should do before getting on stage in front of everybody else? Or if not, maybe yes, but if not, if they can't, what can they do to be able to maybe improve a little bit and not being that monotonal maybe? Well, again, it's, it's, it's they, they really need to have, they need to have some sessions with a voice mm. coach mm. Uh, and that, you know, to, to practice. They, so there's exercises to practice. It's not just vocal exercises. I think it's also about exploring how they might, how they might communicate their message in, in, in different ways. Mm. Um, there's, there's a lot to be said about emotion and tone, timbre, um, you know, uh, with, with, with words and how they pace. You know, for instance, if I, if I was to, if I was to talk about, talk, talk about um, resonance and, and projection and um, tone, and vocal register for a long time, but then I just stopped, paused, and mentioned that if we were just to, you you know about this as a, as a, you know as a presentation coach. So there's a lot of there's a lot about pace, um, the you know changing gear, emotion using emotion through through, um, through tone, um, and just really manipulating our voice to to be able to connect. In, ver in various ways. Just before you go on stage, it's gonna be difficult to, to practice that. What, what I recommend is not doing, uh, yeah, but beforehand. It needs, needs to be practiced beforehand. What you can do, you know, is, I mean, it's difficult because if you're in company, you don't wanna be doing this, you're gonna feel a bit stupid, you know, uh, you know, understandably, but you can do a couple of things just to warm up the voice, for instance, and I can show you a couple of things. Very, very, yeah, so, um, well, there's just to, just to warm up the voice, for instance, there's a, I mean, just before we had, you know, because it's quite early in the morning and I, I really haven't done any, my, I haven't warmed up anything. Um, yeah, people don't, people don't know. I'm going to publish uh, this maybe, maybe uh, one day at yeah. 12 o'clock and yeah, people don't know that it's 4 a.m. Yeah. now. Well, I've just, uh, it, it, just taken, just taken, well, just sent the kids off to, uh, to school. Um, uh, but before, as I did that, I thought, right, you know, actually the irony is that I'm, I'm going to be talking to Andrea here and, you know, my voice needs to be reasonably in trim. Otherwise, I, ironically, that wouldn't be, wouldn't work. <laughs> but, so, you know, as I'm in the kitchen getting some water before we started, I did a couple of things. Now, my, 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 um, port of call, my default thing that I do all the time is a lip trill mm -hmm. and you, you, you buzz your lips, you put air through your lips and you do this. Yeah, now it takes, it takes a little bit while to get them to vibrate, okay? So don't worry if you can't do it straight away. Well, you can, yeah, that's it. What you can do is you put your fingers, you can put your fingers up here, that's it, and just purse your lips together. Got it. That's better, yeah. Is that better? That's brilliant, that's great. Now you're pleased with that, and I'm not. I'm not surprised. So you do this, but then you you put a sound to it. So you then it's from unvoiced to voice sound. Okay, so that goes. Mm. 
and you can go up the up the up your range or do what's called a siren, which is a fantastic seat. You start low. And all the way down. And here we and can see the singer in you. And yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, so that that's that's um, that's a really really good way. The other thing is to do what I call a a, a falsetto fall um, alliteration. Um, is that you start with a ah 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 because your your voice as you're asleep it's it's becoming dry. The muscles are becoming tired. They're becoming thick. And you want to, you, they, you, they need to be flexible. So mm. there's a whole lot of stuff that you can, even sort of face massaging, releasing the jaw, um, you know, just shoulders, mm. all of these things. There's much, there's a lot more, more to this, obviously, but all of these things, you know, contribute to the flexibility of these little tiny things here called the vocal folds or vocal cords. Yeah, yeah. And the muscles and the cartilage around them need to be relaxed and supporting that as, when, when, we, when we speak. Yeah, just speaking to you for a few minutes now, it's clear that there is, if, if somebody really wants to master it, there is a world to explore. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Perhaps, um, last question, uh, Jimmy. Um, you oh, know, this is ominous, ominous. Last question, ominous. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody says, and I think perhaps it's true, I don't know, because I think I experienced it at the beginning as well, um, we tend to hate the sound of yeah. our own voice, isn't it? And, and I, I don't know whether you have this, you do, I, I know that you do a lot of videos online yeah. and I do the same, I've got mm. these conversations, but and now it's fine, I have to say, because I'm used to it. Mm. At the beginning, I did have the feeling, oh, it's a bit it's strange. What, what's going on there? Why is that? Do you well, know? We, absolutely. Well, we, have a, we, we, we naturally have a, a, a different perception Mm. to what our, our voice sounds like to other people. So mm. um, it's very common if, if, you know, the first time that you record your voice or hear your voice back, it's, 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 it's quite a shock. Um, and I, I know that that was the same. I mean, the first time I heard my voice back was probably when I was about four years old, when my father um, would record, started to, uh, uh, to do an annual um, birthday recording. So he, I remember he, with a Philips cassette player and he would, um, this little ritual, annual ritual, he, I, I would, in the kitchen, uh, he would press record and play, red button and the black button, uh, and the cassette would, would go, you know, and he would say, okay, I, he used to call me Jamie, so, um, so, so he'd say, Jamie, so what's it, what is it today? And I would say, it's my, it's my birthday, daddy. <laughs> That's a bit of a strange voice. I, don't, yeah, but, but I, I remember, because I've got, I've still got those cassettes, and, and, uh, I had a very posh voice like this, you see, and I used to speak very much like this. Um, and it's my, my birthday, Daddy, and I'm going to get for my birthday. You know, already consumerism is, is, is coming into play, you know. <laughs> anyway, so I, that, that was the, the, the first memory of my voice. And it really stuck to me, stuck in my head, how I sounded. And I think, I think since then I was very aware of, of how my, my voice sounded. I, I, I'm aware that my voice is, is quite... Um, can, can be quite quite grating actually <laughs> mm -hmm. as a voice coach some people say i've got a, a, you know a, 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 one, one reason well, you know you know after over years people compliment you on your singing and voice etc and you actually think well actually maybe i could do something with this I, i'm not i'm not fishing for compliments here andre you know um, <laughs> uh, you know i you know, it's um look you know we we have a different perception 
of how our voice sounds because of the acoustics, not only within the room that we're speaking. So as soon as I, as soon as I say something, as soon as sound comes out of my mouth and my, my vocal tract here um, and my, my, my body here, what I'm hearing is the reflection of the sound that's coming back from the first wall or first solid you know, material mm -hmm. that it hits and reflects back. And what you hear is that reflection mm -hmm. and absorption, absorption through your ears. So you're hearing what through your ears differently to what I'm hearing through mine. So what might be horrible for you might be absolutely great for or fine for again completely acceptable for someone else so i think i think firstly don't worry about the sound of your mm -hmm. voice because actually it's not what people hear and if you can get used to the sound of your voice then anyone can and actually you know the best thing to do it really is to um is to is to uh, go down a, a, an inoculation uh, method really with you know by just recording yourself as much as you can and then which you is great yeah, which and you get used to it, and it's just, which is a great thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's so interesting. And I think for you, Jimmy, it must be a bit, I don't know whether it's difficult or you brought maybe an extra pressure. I, I feel it the same yeah. because, for example, what I do is I run a lot of events, and in those events, I give maybe a presentation to, I wouldn't say teach others, I don't like to be a teacher, but yeah. we talk about, yeah. we talk about, how can we create and deliver an effective presentation? Yeah. And I do it while giving a presentation. So yeah. I feel this extra pressure. People look at me, oh, he's giving a presentation about how to give presentations. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I guess for you, it's similar because you are a voice coach and yes. people speak to you. For example, that's what I do. I, I pay attention to your voice. because Of course. I, know, yeah. of course. I, I, I think, you know, it's, it's like, as you know, it's like, it's like performing anxiety. So it's similar to um you know uh, you know paranoid thoughts that we might have on stage or, or you know that it's uh, most of the time you know I, i'm absolutely I'm, I'm i'm in fact um this week i'm going to do um i'm do, do, going to do a presentation for for, for companies the taste of presentation about um mm. uh, giving some giving a, a offering a course um and you know obviously i'm thinking well i know the content i know what i do works but can I deliver it? Am I going to be on form? Is my voice going to be on form? So I'm constantly making sure that it is. And I'm also very aware that you're, you know, you're delivering, well, I'm delivering something about my voice and the people that are delivering to are obviously analyzing and listening to mine, judging perhaps my voice to their voice. Yeah. And obviously yeah, as you as a presenter. So, and as a singer, you know, I'm thinking as I'm singing, there might be, you know, a, a fabulous, um, Italian opera singer in, in the audience who's, 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 you know, thinking, wow, who is this, this guy? You know, he's, 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 you know, he's not very good or whatever. You know? <laughs> um, I, of course, of course. I, I think, you know, I think you'll know that, that actually, you know, the reality is that people are either thinking about how they, how they can use that information for their own uh, business or their own, you know, requirements, or they're perhaps thinking about what they're going to have to for dinner. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, we worry too much about what other, yeah, exactly. other people think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Jimmy. Thank you very much. Be before we close, is there anything else that um, I haven't asked you that you would like to add? 
anything I missed? I think um, I think there's 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 more I, I, there's I mean what what I what I'm interested the more I the more I like anything the more I do this the more the more stronger I feel about you know because it's quite the voice coaching thing and, and the, the the communication coaching I don't know how you feel about but the as your as your business about the presentation coaching but it's you know you you do feel in a way that it's a bit niche and, and actually you know do do really businesses do they really need this as 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 part of their uh, training or part of their you know their 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 message or you know do they need to add this on do they need to invite this in, into their business and into their communication or into their department and the more I do it and the more the more research I do and the more people I talk to I find that the answer is yes absolutely so that that's you know one thing that I would like to say that uh, it might not be me but if if you're if you're if you're if you need to to present the message if you need to communicate with your staff with your colleagues with your clients and you know you 99 percent of the time you're going to need to do that with your with your voice and it's becoming more you know of a, more common now to to do that either on the phone or in in face-to-face -face. so face-to-face -face communication is i think the, the the best way to communicate your message because it's not only the sound of the voice it's the messages that we convey throughout the whole through the body and you know the emotion that we're 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 connecting with that other person through emotion really and, and it's actually emotion and empathy and sincerity is is key to communication no i agree with you a hundred percent because in the end you can have and this applies to individuals and businesses as well you can have the greatest idea in the world mm. but if you can't communicate the idea and you communicate it through noise, of course, then it doesn't matter. So, yes. absolutely. Yes. Great. So, thank you very much, Jamie. Before we close, maybe I'll just take one minute to, as an invitation to our listeners. Uh, what I'll do as my thank you to those who've uh, stayed until the end, um, I'll, link <laughs> it, I'll link it up in the comments. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. And I'll give you, I'll send you a link with some free resources. Um, what, what, what you can you can access a report, an ebook that we've created with the top seven mistakes people make when creating business presentations, which is our focus. Mm. Get access to a webinar. Uh, they, they get access to the presentation scorecard, which is a quick online tool that helps people assess their presentation skills uh, very quickly in less than five minutes. So you get access to that. Also, for those who are in London, not in the little village uh, like you do. <laughs> but if, you are, if, if anybody is around London, then I also run, as I mentioned before, a number of events. These are like boardroom type of events with 10, 15 people, business professionals. And we talk about really what it takes in order to be able to create, design and deliver an effective presentation. So I'll link it up in the comments and if you are available, feel free to come and say hi. So Jimmy, thanks again. I've learned so much. It's been super interesting, super useful. I'm sure our guests have learned as well. And um, thank you very much for your time again. And Absolute pleasure, Andre. Thank you very much. Thank you. And we keep in touch, yeah? Please do. Fantastic. Cheers. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.